This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, September 3rd. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Tony, you and I were out uh, yesterday. Uh, your sister was in town, so you got a chance to spend some time with her. But uh, it is a, uh, what is today, Thursday? How are you doing Thursday, on this Thursday? September 2nd, man. I'm doing good. It's right? actually the third. I, uh, My whole week screwed up, third? too. It is. Oh, yeah. It, this whole week's jacked up. Sorry. Yeah, it's the third. Yes, it was the second. <laughs> you know why I said the second? is because my notes still say the second. Uh, kind of from yesterday, but a little more. They're a little modified, but that's why. But uh, nonetheless... Doing great, man. Had a great time with my sister. She lives up in uh, Wyoming, and even though Wyoming's right above Colorado, she lives at the very tip-top, farthest corner of Wyoming that borders, uh, you know, South Dakota. So she's about five hours away. So I don't get to see her too often. It's always a treat when she does. So uh, shout out to my sister Shayna and uh, her fiance Cody. Just awesome awesome company man it was great very cool yeah anytime you get a chance to uh, spend time with family we're more than happy to uh play a best of of this show because uh, family is so important i did yeah i did a few of the listeners that messaged out and they're like do you guys just randomly throw uh best ofs just at it it's it's only because it is just <laughs> christian and i if you haven't noticed it's just been us two for like two months now um so when one has other outside endeavors that come in you know this is uh you guys just get a best of but today not a best of nope. unless you're watching it down the line <laughs> and then it's inception and it is a best of but then it's really currently confusing. right this second it is not it's a thursday so <laughs> yes we are back for a brand new episode now let's go ahead and kick things off with a question for my co-host as i do each and every day since the age of social media uh, obviously the biggest thing to come out of these is just crazy weird challenges some more innocent than others what comes to mind to you tony as far as the more dangerous challenges that uh, kids do on social media oh geez um and i mean this with all due respect to parents uh but you know in the last few years we've seen some of the dumbest challenges from kids like just someone on the internet's just an idiot and getting so many views that younger kids are like, oh, I could do that. Uh, the dumbest one that I can remember in most recent fashion was the Tide Pod Challenge. Right. Like, why in the hell are you going to eat Tide Pods? It makes 
zero sense. But I'm sure there's dumber things than that nowadays, but what comes to mind <laughs> this early Thursday morning is probably Tide Pods. Yeah, Tide Pods is probably the uh, most recent one in memory. If you remember a few years back, there was also the planking challenge where people would you know, oh, have yes. themselves like on high-rise buildings or oh. balconies, and I think a couple people died from that as well. Well, yeah, you, dude, you're not flipping Superman. Right. I don't care how, how much you think you can fly on or leap from building to building. It is not happening, sir. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Nope. Well, all that goes to say that one of the latest trends sweeping across TikTok, which involves taking an, excess, <laughs> an excessive <laughs> amount of Benadryl, may have caused the death of a 15-year-old girl from Oklahoma. The dangerous online challenge demands participants take enough of the allergy medication to either hallucinate or trip and then to share their experience on the video sharing app. Quote, the dose that can cause a hallucination is very close to the dose that can cause something potentially life-threatening, Scott Schaefer, director of the Oklahoma Center for Poison and Drug Information, told the television station. He noted that taking too much Benadryl can disrupt how a person's heart pumps blood, which can cause seizures and other long-term problems, as well as death. The latest alleged victim, a 15-year-old from Oklahoma City, died last month from a Benadryl overdose. It's not clear how much of the drugs she consumed, and family are convinced she didn't intentionally take her own life. <sighs> I, 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 Why? If there are just... kids listening, you don't... Be that lemming. Don't, uh, you know, it, it goes back to the old adage, you know, if everybody else jumped off a bridge, would you? This is almost literally that same thing. Yeah, you definitely don't do this. I mean, come on, man. It's, <sighs> it's ridiculous. Right. Just just for a social media challenge, you know, it's, it's yeah. not worth it. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> hey, kids, I got a new challenge today. Oh, gonna get crazy on Benadryl. <laughs> Benadryl. <laughs> yeah, no. All right. Just don't. There's a reason why this is uh, behind the counter, and you can't just go to the store and buy this without ID and stuff. Right, know? right. Yeah, no, it, it's crazy, but, uh, you know, if it's an innocent challenge that has, I mean, zero risk or very little risk, okay, that's one thing. But something like this, you know, when you're playing with medications, and like you said, you know, behind-the-counter medications, probably not worth it. No, definitely not. So, uh, again, man, I just, uh, th these are the kinds of things. This is where you got to be a good parent and, uh, you know, no, I'm not saying they're, the, the kids that don't do this, they don't have good parents because kids will they're going to try things, but, uh, right. you know, try to get them the best that this is a stupid idea. <laughs> you know, be, be more like red foreman and call them dumbasses if they do. Right. So, and we did stupid yeah. things as kids, oh, but, uh, there weren't video absolutely. cameras to uh, capture it. Thank God. <laughs> no, uh, Benadryl and Tide Pods were not a part of any of the dumb crap. So. No, no. Well, folks, we have a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's Thursday show, shall we? The third day, all right? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> the third day, okay? It is the third day, as we do on the third day. We've got Florida Man. Yes, we're talking about America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. We have a segment called One Minute Movies. Our call-in topic today is yeah. your one superpower. You only get to choose one. We have a segment called Terribly Good Pickup Lines. 
We have This Day in History, and up next, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. We are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, September 3rd. Now we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It's a 24-hour day, seven-day week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. You know how it works. It's a voicemail. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. Like I said, any topic, just to check in, tell us how we're doing, tell us if we're wrong about something. It doesn't matter. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We will compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, September 3rd, and normally this is called the Filippo Fast Five, but I think it's going to be combined, so it is the Filippo Fast Ten. We'll see how fast we can get through all these. There's a lot of a lot of good headlines over the last couple of days. So. Nice. <clears throat> the big one will fire up. Star Wars fans, The Mandalorian Season 2 has been announced, and it's going to start streaming on Disney Plus October 30th. Hooray! The day before Halloween. Yeah, you got that Carol Baskins button handy? Oh, I've got it handy. Roll that. Beautiful bean footage. Carol Baskins. Yeah. Yeah, well, Carol Baskin joins Dancing with the Stars officially. She's oh, you cool, Cassie Kittens. And I don't know why, but she's on there. Uh, Norm Spencer voices Cyclops on X-Men, the animated series, passed away at 62. Oh, no. Cobra Kai. Yeah, I know. It's bad. He also voiced uh, Cyclops in the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom games or, and the, all those X-Men fighting <laughs> games. Um Cobra Kai pulls ahead of Lucifer as Netflix's most popular TV show. Both great shows, by the way. So you don't lose by watching either one of those. Netflix does cancel the big show show. No surprise. <laughs> and Ashley Garcia, Genius in Love. Never heard of that last one. Nope. Uh, Jabroni, the, world ma- the word made famous by The Rock and the Iron Sheik, is officially dictionary status. So it's a real word now, Jabroni. All right. uh, speaking of non-jabronis, Dwayne The Rock Johnson revealed that him and his family caught COVID-19 and, like the 97% that end up beating it, laid the smack down on its candy ass. Yeah, no, he came out and did a thing and talked about how brutal it was. But, yeah, I'm glad he's okay. The Rock could beat anything. Uh, Metallica is the first artist to have number one rock songs in four different decades. Wow. Congrats, Metallica. All Within My Hands was their uh, latest one from SM2. Fantastic live album. I do have gripes, but this is not the show for that. That's an off air thing I just talked with you about. Uh, sports news Leonard Fournette agrees to a deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after being released from the Jacksonville Jaguars and going unclaimed. The Bucks are now even more of a super team than they were before. 
And lastly, Tom Seaver, Hall of Fame pitcher for the New York's Miracle Mets of 69, has passed away at 75. That's your big old Filippo Fast 10 today. Let's get on to the entertainment news, shall we? Right on. Yeah, we're we're gonna start with movies as I typically do, and uh, AMC will have about 420 of their 600 locations open this weekend because it's perfect timing for Tenant. If you didn't know, Tenant's the big movie that releases tomorrow. It's released in a lot of cities early already this week in special screenings. Um, here in Fort Collins, it did not. I think down in Denver, it did. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, AMC will be opening up more and more theaters um, as they slowly have been rolling out. As Christian and I have talked about on Monday, we rolled out to the theater over the weekend, saw the new mutants. Um, it's not overly packed. They do a good job for what they have. And, uh, you know, here we go. The only bad things is uh, still California, New York, some of the bigger markets are still not quite open Uh, But AMC is going to announce further openings in California, New Jersey soon. They're hoping that Los Angeles becomes a part of the conversation very soon. So nonetheless, if you're a fan of movies, tenants this weekend, AMC's going to be rolling out more and more. So that's all good news on that front. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Tenet. Uh, plan on seeing it this weekend. I've heard that it's one of those movies, uh, like many Christopher Nolan movies, you're going to have to see maybe a couple times to understand exactly what's going on, but uh, apparently it's it's very good. Yeah, I like all of his movies. Um, some of them, they are just, they are kind of a mind twist where you yeah. do, it's got you thinking at the end where you're like, well, I don't know what I really watched, but I liked it. Inception was one of those where just visually it was so fun oh, yeah. and had such great actors. Like, I really didn't care what was going on. It was just a, it was a fun ride. And I think Tenet's going to be that way too. At totally. least it looks that way. So yeah. um, if you're also going to the movies this weekend and uh, you're not seeing Tenet, uh, 42 will be getting a special release. Now it is being panned by some as a cash grab. Um, in the wake of uh, Chadwick Boseman's passing here earlier this week, but it is it as a tribute. Um, if you did not get a chance to see 42, which is the uh, Jackie Robinson biopic that uh, Chadwick Boseman starred in, fantastic movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I own it. I'm not going to go see it in theaters, but maybe you haven't got a chance to see it yet. It would be a great opportunity to... Uh, if you're a baseball fan or just want to go on a date, there you go. Go or you check just, that out this yeah, weekend. Or you just want to memorialize uh, Chadwick Boseman, you could check that out. Yeah. And I know there are still some theaters that are playing Black Panther, um, you know, sort of like a, a throwback movie. Yeah, as they should. I mean, uh, definitely, um, you know, it, it's, it's crazy, too, because now, like, the Funko Pops, because, you know, those are such limited runs, mm-hmm. um, his Black Panther figures, those... Uh, which, you know, I got lucky. My sister actually got me both of them um, just to collect the Avengers collection back there. Um, those are actually going for high dollar and they're hard to find all of a sudden. So hmm. fortunately, it does take a, a passing for some of that stuff goes through the roof. But, uh, you know, I'm definitely not cash cowing it. Happy to just have it in the collection. So exactly. Uh, but moving on, we're going to go for a little Evil Dead news. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Campbell came out and has uh, talked about a new Evil Dead movie that's in the works. Um, he spoke uh, about it that, uh, um, so The Hole in the Ground, which I've never heard of that movie, Lee Cronin is going to write and direct um, with Evil Dead writers Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, and Robert 
Capert will be producing. Campbell has previously said the title of the new film is Evil Dead Rise, but during a recent appearance at a Mahoning drive-in theater in Pennsylvania, he teased more. He said the Evil Dead are going to F up the city this time. There have been rumors that Cronin will be moving away from the cabin in the woods, which took place in Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Um, and this time, the uh, Deadites are going into the city. So it's going to be kind of like Ash versus the Evil Dead show, but it you know still in the vein of the Evil Dead. So looks like Bruce Campbell's going to be a part of it back as uh, Ash. So exciting news if you like the Evil Dead series. Very cool. Yeah, and uh, you know just remember shop smart, shop S smart. Ooh, and you live by an S-Smart, which is funny, I but do. it's a liquor store, right? <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, there was kind of a, here's a random weird news in entertainment today. David Blaine went up. Do you see this? He, like, jumped on some balloons and flew over, uh, where did he fly? I don't know. I'll read just, I'll just read the thing here. <laughs> David go. Blaine's awe-inspiring, up-inspired stunt with, went off without a hitch. Though it wasn't with some truly tense moments. As the famous illusionist launched from the ground in Arizona, attached to 52 colorful balloons, one of which is an actually experimental aircraft, he gave his daughter Dessa a gift and barked a session. His latest death-defying stunt was reminiscent of a classic balloon scene where the old man in his house flew in 2009 Disney Pixar film Up. During the early part of Blaine's climb, he spoke with Dessa and told her he felt like he was floating and kept repeating to viewers how incredible his view was, saying it didn't seem like he was on Earth. As he reached certain levels of altitude, David would drop weights in various parts of his balloon's contraption to aid the rise. He pulled down his parachute and attached it to his body midair. After he was connected and secure, Blaine increased his ascension and went through a rigorous breathing technique to get his oxygen levels right and prepare for his giant drop. At one point during his constant climb Blaine told his crew he's proud of them and he's never felt more confident about any stunt he's pulled off adding to the dramatics um he ascended jumped off the balloons and he lived um i'm assuming he jumped over the grand canyon based off what i see here but okay. doesn't say where he did it i just saw it as a random weird news story so i threw it in there yeah i saw uh, that i saw the tease for it you know i i love david blaine's magic the close-up stuff that he does never been a big fan of the stunts you know when he went into the block of ice or um uh, i forget the other ones but uh he's yeah he's done some crazy stuff but uh yeah flying over some balloons over a canyon i mean at least he had a parachute on it's not like he if he would have fallen i mean at least right. he had a, a backup so that's a good thing he wasn't trying to be like oh i will do it without it so <laughs> nonetheless you know but uh, very cool if you're into the illusion stuff but uh, speaking of very cool i'm going to transition into video game news here because i've got just a minute um this morning i just added this because it was just announced and i'll go over more stuff tomorrow in entertainment at the end if we've got time uh but super mario 35th anniversary is coming up they finally announced a crap ton so when you're done watching our show, go watch the Nintendo Direct. A uh, lot of stuff coming out in the next six months for Mario stuff. Unfortunately, no like brand spanking new Mario games or anything, but uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars was announced uh, for the Nintendo Switch, and that's going to include Mario 64, 
Super Mario Sunshine, which was on the GameCube, and Super Mario Galaxy, which was on the Wii. Those are the only three games I was really hoping for Galaxy 2 to be a part of that package. Never really got to play that version. But uh, nonetheless, Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy, all in one package coming to the Nintendo Switch. And do you know when it's coming? Ooh, I hope soon. Very soon. September 18th. So Seriously? we are looking wow. at not this Friday, but next Friday is coming out. And it's going to be a limited release. So uh, collectors are going to want to get on this game. Uh, get it while you can. Switch. Yeah, you definitely have to get it. Um, it'll be available for digital and physical copy. And uh, didn't say how much it'll be, but I really don't care. This is where <laughs> I would play the the <laughs> Philip J. Fry soundbite. Go ahead and take my money. So. Shut up and, and take then, my money. There, yes, that's the one. <laughs> um, I'll save the other one for tomorrow. Uh, but because uh, I think, uh, yeah, I got a lot of birthdays to dance through. So uh, I'll save this other one for tomorrow, but uh, it'll be more fitting. But Mario, it's coming next Friday, man. Woohoo! Very Woo-hoo! cool. Well, let's roll Woo-hoo! on into the birthdays. It's my birthday! Yeah, baby. So I had to combine because today's birthdays, I only could get two. So I, I took yesterday. So it's going to be one big pile of birthday cake. And we're going to roll through. Keanu Reeves. Whoa. Hey, Bill. He's 55. Uh, Mark Harmon, 68, TV actor. Cat Williams, comedian, 48. Terry Bradshaw, former legendary Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, 71. Lennox Lewis, Mr. Boxer, is 54. Eric Dickerson, 59, former football player. And then today's birthdays, Tiger Blood himself, Charlie Sheen, is 54. And Sean White, the Olympian snowboarding phenomenon. The flying tomato. Woo, the flying tomato. That's your celebrity birthdays and your entertainment news for Thursday, September 3rd. Unless you're watching a best of and then... This is what happened that day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we are talking America's penis and the strange things that go on down there. Yes, it's Florida, man. After these messages, we'll be right back. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, September 3rd. Now, we're all over social media with many of you watching us right now on Facebook Live or YouTube Live as we speak. Now, we also rebroadcast every evening on the AUN TV network, That's 13 stations across Northern California and Northern Nevada. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social media, you can do that. I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F. Radio, of course, with an R. Or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony dot San Filippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now, being that it is Thursday, and something we talk about every Thursday is America's penis and the strange things that go on down there. Yes, we're talking Florida, man. Way to go, a-hole! 
Oh, Florida man, Florida man, all the craziest crap that you ever can. There's so many. So let's just go on <laughs> down endless. to Florida town. This one's not going to really tell me too many where these places are, so we're just going to go to Florida together. Are you ready, kids? I'm ready. Hi, Captain, let's go. So here we go. Florida man arrested for attacking McDonald's employee over not getting a straw. Anyone who's visited McDonald's over the last year or so will know the company policy has changed. This is obviously older. <laughs> Slightly regarding straws, while the fast food chain still provides these for customers, you know how you have to ask, and the aim is to cut down on said straws being wasted and hopefully have a small but meaningful impact on the environment. While the intentions might be good, it seems not everyone got the memo. One Florida man ended up physically assaulting several employees during a visit to McDonald's. The assailant got so upset he couldn't find any straws that he yelled that the new law didn't exist after employees told him why. Uh, some people just can't handle change, Christian. Nope. He reached over and grabbed the poor McDonald's lady. Ah. And some of these I think I might have read, unfortunately. So, um, I, well, the thing is, you know, some of, just being that it is Florida, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this has happened more than once. Yeah, so I, because I, I feel like I've said that one before, but I don't know. So I apologize if anything's an old repeat. Right. I feel you like it was a woman. Yeah, I feel like it was a woman last time that. Uh, okay. Yeah, this was a dude. Okay. So this one's okay. So it's a little different. Uh, here's another Here's another food attacker. If there's one thing you should never waste, it's pizza, right? Of course. You just don't waste pizza. Well, unfortunately, one Florida man doesn't seem to respect the sacred food of pizza. Which is why he used it as a weapon against his dad. A guy in his 30s apparently held his father down and shoved the pizza in his face while he yelled at him. The man's reason for his food fight? Well, he was upset his dad. Uh, he was upset his dad for helping birth him. It sounds like these two might need a few sessions of family therapy. They've quite clearly got some issues to resolve. Could you imagine the guy? Why'd you give birth to me? Eat the pizza! <laughs> Oh, wow, man, that's crazy. Actually, I did hear of a um, uh, a man who was suing his parents because he didn't choose to be born. Oh, geez. I bet he wins, too. Probably. That's a, oh, good for you. Way to go, a-hole. <laughs> oh, man. Florida man arrested over argument over a cheesesteak. People get into fights over the strangest things sometimes. We can't quite explain why such silly things set these people off, but once they're angry, there's no stopping them. One of the more bizarre fights that a person has had was over a type of bun used in a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Seriously. A Florida, man a Florida man reportedly got aggressive while at a flea market in Odessa because the cashier had used a sesame seed bun for his food order. Things got so heated that police had to be called to the scene. When the customer was eventually arrested on a misdemeanor charge, he was soon released on a $100 bail. Though presumably he wasn't allowed to go anywhere near the flea market again. What an expensive cheesesteak that that man bought. Way to go, a-hole! Oh. Oh. Hey, they say you want to overcome your fears, right? So you should uh, face them head on. You've heard that? Uh, yep. Well... It definitely makes sense in Florida, although it's not the easiest thing to do. It's all well and good telling someone who's afraid of heights to go skydiving, but once they're up there, they're not going to find it easy to jump down. Well, 
one Florida man has decided that the best way to deal with arachnophobia was to have a, to have a massive Black Widow face tattoo. He got a big old Black Widow tatted on his face, and it wasn't him that was afraid of spiders. No, he did it for everyone else out there who hates spiders. Sure. He wanted sure. to see how people reacted to his new tattoo, although the response he got from others was mixed. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I want to scare people. This is a great idea. I want to scare people, so I'm going to get a big, ridiculous spider tattoo. I mean, this thing takes up his face like that big. Oh, uh, good for you. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of good for you, man, a Florida man shoplifted a chainsaw by sticking it down his pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he went down. He went down there. Guy figured he could make it off with a chainsaw, of all things, so he stuffed it down his pants, and he ran for the exit. Which one of these employees gave chase? Well, when the employees gave chase, he ditched the chainsaw and disappeared into the woods. However, he returned later for the stolen item and was promptly arrested as a result. <laughs> like this dude legit took this big in this camera footage. It is not it is like sticking out and ow and why? Hey Tony, is that a chainsaw in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Ring 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 ding ding ding. Way to go, a-hole! Oh, man. Florida man's cats denied entry into a strip club. Insert puns here. Of all places you might take your cat, a strip club probably isn't one of them. However, one Florida man did just this when he went to an establishment over in Murdoch. We're not sure why the guy in his 40s decided that it was appropriate to take his cat with him to the strip club. However, seems he was intent on going side with this kitten. Unfortunately, the club's owner had other ideas and refused entry to the animal lover. As a result, Florida man called 911, hoping that the police would help him. However, all that it earned him was jail time for misuse of the emergency calling system, resisting arrest, and it turns out he had several other charges pending against him. <laughs> Hello, you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Florida man gets attacked by a crazy squirrel, and the crazy squirrel went nuts. <laughs> Hold on. We live in a world. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. We live in a world that's obsessed with selfies. Ever since people developed phones with front-facing cameras, cameras, they're not only pictures anymore. Uh, we take of ourselves. Oh, that made no sense. Unfortunately for this Florida man, it appears he took one selfie too many. The guy encountered a squirrel while on a walk in Tampa. He decided to try and snap a picture with the creature he figured there was no harm in getting close to the animal although it seems that they disagreed the squirrel swiftly swiftly jumped on the photographer and climbed all over his body crawling under his shirt and hanging off his back the florida man was lucky not to need a rabies shot as he walked home with his tail between his legs and in the picture the squirrel is actually attacking his back you don't go near squirrels they're evil they're mean they're cute they are evil, and they do attack, and this guy found out. So. Way to go, a-hole! <laughs> and, Tone, uh, I think we've got time for maybe one more Florida Man story. Okay. Um, I'm going to read this one because it's crazy. A Florida man was rescued after trying to ride a hamster ball to the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> we've heard of people wanting to swim across the ocean. However, this man aimed to do that in a couple years. He was apparently desperate to travel from his home state to Bermuda using nothing but this apparatus. The man was physically fit, and he was calling himself an ultramarathon runner. However, while his body might have gotten in good condition, that didn't make his any plan less dangerously dangerous. And it turns out 
he got stuck in the middle of the ocean in this hamster ball and had to be rescued. <laughs> oh, good for you. <sighs> oh, Florida man, you never disappoint. There's so much more. I'm going to save the rest for next week. But that is Florida man. Don't be a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it never, never disappoints. Well, folks, that does it for, for Florida Man. Wow, that's a tongue twister. When we Florida come back, Man. we've got one-minute movies. You won't want to miss it. Come on back. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. Now, back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, September 3rd. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us. Click on the shows and podcast link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, in this segment, I wanted to go over what uh, I'm calling one-minute movies. This is a topic of conversation that comes up uh, frequently between Jesse and I as we're watching movies, and we realize that uh, a lot of these movies either come down to just the pure dumb luck of the main character who really would have died in the first five minutes uh, of the movie if for some reason they didn't get absolutely lucky, or if they had used their brain for a second, the movie wouldn't happen to begin with. And so I, I pulled up a list that breaks down a, a number of movies that uh, would have been literally between one to ten minutes long if the main characters had actually used their brains. For instance, Tony, do you recall the mostly forgettable M. Night Shyamalan movie, The Visit from 2015? The Visit? The Visit. This is where two kids go to uh, visit their grandparents and the weird things happen. Ooh. I don't remember that one. I vaguely even remember that. Well, spoiler alert, at the end we find out that that isn't actually their grandparents, that they are two crazy people who had murdered the grandparents that lived there and uh, taken over the role. Well, if the mother who had dropped them off had used her brain, you know, the the kid's you know, saying, oh, we're going to go visit our grandparents. The mom says, I don't want you I don't want you to go, but if you feel like you really want to go, I'll go ahead and drive you to the house. And then when the mom gets there saying, oh, you know what? You're not actually my parents. End of movie. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It, yeah. yeah, that obviously, uh, I don't need to see that, man. I've got more than I needed out of that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny because, uh, you know, M. Night Shyamalan, he's, he's got a few good movies, but uh, this one, so full of plot holes that, uh, I mean, obviously, that's the big one. Now, here's a movie that is revered, that is loved, but has sort of one big big plot hole. We're talking Jurassic Park from 1993. Tony was uh, serenading me with the, uh, the, the theme over the break. 
Yeah, it's it's in my, it was in my head. It was at my friend's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially, the uh, movie would not have happened if Hammond had actually spared no expense. You know, he mentions it a couple times in the movies. You know that uh, oh, you know, we spared no expense. Well, you know, apparently he didn't pay Wayne Knight's character enough that uh, you know obviously caused the whole domino effect for the events of Jurassic Park to take place. This is true. We would have just kept him happy and uh, paid him well. None of that would have happened. Exactly. Moving on, how about The Ring from 2002? Person writes, girl number one. Hey, do you want to watch this tape that kills you in seven days? Girl number two. Uh, No, thanks. The end. Simple. (laughs) There was no need for the sequel. No, no. And obviously, if, you know, well... We, we found out from the uh, Benadryl and the Tide Pod Challenge that uh, kids will do stupid things, and obviously that led to the events of the ring. Yeah. runs us. I know, a different ring. <laughs> different ring. How yeah. about uh, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones? All they had to do was literally not pick Anakin to be Padme's bodyguard. The sexual tension between them is thicker than Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> this is true. I am a Jedi Master. You'll see. Everyone thinks I'm still a kid. <laughs> he was so effing whiny in that movie. He was. He was. The- I mean, I I liked it, but it just he was like overly just like, yeah, uh, yeah. Right. I don't know. And the third one was a little bit better, but we even got uh, whiny Darth Vader at the end. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's Padme? Uh, let's move on uh, to movies that would have been one minute long had the main character actually used their head, or one of the main characters. How about Aladdin from 1992? If Jafar had just paid Aladdin what he promised him to receive the lamp instead of betraying him at the cave, he would have gotten the lamp and become Sultan still. Aladdin literally had no interest in the lamp and just wanted the money in return for it. That is true. Enough said. Like He, he would have had it. Give me your hand. No, but first, give me the lamp. Such a good movie. <laughs> a good movie. Uh, next week, we're going to do a Tony Radio Theater, where you'll... Uh... Yes. Yes. I just... Awful, awful voices the whole time. <laughs> Terrible. All right. Moving on with one-minute movies. How about No Country for Old Men from 2007? says, never go back to the scene of a crime. Also, if you find a duffel bag full of cash and decide to keep it, maybe check it for a tracking device. Just a thought. Just, just thinking. Always thinking. <laughs> Great movie. But again, uh, you know, none of these movies would have existed if somebody had just used their head. Right. <laughs> How about, uh, I, it's a movie I've never seen. I don't know if you have uh, Fifty Shades of Grey from 2015. It's as if Anna was just like, you're an abusive stalker with serious emotional trauma. Seek help. The movie movie would have been 10 minutes long. I can't speak to it, but uh, sounds about right. Sounds good. I think, uh, you know, uh, yeah. So I got to say, I don't really have much to say about it. <laughs> I figured you hadn't seen it. Here's another one that, uh, again, you know, the, the events of uh, poor parenting, uh, uh, sort of lead to the events of the movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off in 1986. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
basically, if Mr. and Mrs. Bueller were anything like my parents, the movie wouldn't have been or would have been called Ferris Bueller's Day at School. You know, the fact that, uh, you know, they just believe, oh, I'm so sick. I can't go to school today. Oh, okay. Feel better. I'm so sorry, hun. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they, uh, I, I, when you went, I was just, I thought you were going to say something else. That's why I was quiet. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, that's it. He plays hooky, but then all day, you, that, that movie could not work today, though. No. Not with the technology. It just wouldn't work. Nope. Nope. You'd end up on social media somewhere or somebody would tag you into something. Yeah. Speaking of uh, movies that wouldn't work, one minute movies, uh, Jesse started watching this movie the other day. It's a fun movie, but again, if somebody had to actually thought things through, it would not exist. Uh, School of Rock from 2003. If Mrs. Oh, good movie, yeah. If Mrs. Mullins said, may I see your ID, Mr. Shebley? Dewey would have said, I don't have it. And she would have said, I'm sorry, you're not able to teach these actual children unless you have proof that you are a teacher and say who you are. End of the movie. The fact that uh, a private school principal was like, oh, yeah, I totally believe you are who you are. Yeah. No, no, no background check. You want to teach a bunch of kids? Not a problem. <laughs> and, of course, it goes back to uh, one of the lines at the end, uh, uh, when he's talking to the parents in the class and he's like, you know, you, your kids have touched me and I'm pretty sure I've touched them too. <laughs> yeah. Obviously well, not meant in that way. Yeah, no, but still there's just things that you're not going to say in this day and age. Yep. Moving on with one minute movies. How about Batman begins or any Batman for that? instance if the waynes hadn't left through the side exit of the theater into a back alley none of the none of the events would have happened just call alfred and wait out front right that's true he's your butler like what you're a big time billionaire and you're walking outside the back yeah so well yeah then no batman and then gotham would have fallen to crime but the question is did the crime come because of Batman? Sort of one of those well, uh, Inception-type thoughts. Yeah. I still like that uh, weird multiverse uh, getting geeky with the Flash, you know, where Thomas Wayne is the one that becomes Batman. Bruce dies, and then Martha becomes the Joker. That's that's a cool Inception yeah. take on Yeah, and we may see that play out uh, in the movies with the next Flash one. Oh, I hope so, man. That'd be really cool. Here's one that uh, I have always thought every time I see the movie. John Wick from 2014. If Joseph would have killed John at the beginning instead of effing with him, killing his dog, not only would we not have gotten three movies, but Joseph would have been known as the person who killed the Baba Yaga. Being the son of a crime lord and worldwide recognition for killing the most famous assassin on the planet would make the Tarasov family untouchable. But, you know what? He decided to mess with him. He didn't know who he was. And because of that, we have three fantastic John Wick movies. Yep, yeah, and two more on the way. Yep. Oh, boy, there are so many in here. Let's finish up with another Keanu Reeves, The Matrix 1999. Whoa! If Neo had just taken the blue pill and lived out his miserable days like the rest of us, the movie would have never happened. 
And that does it for our segment of One Minute Movies, where the main characters didn't quite think things through. Folks, we're headed into our long break. When we come back, we have our call-in topic of your one and only superpower. What would you pick? Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in about seven. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, September 3rd. We are da- your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you holding up in the second hour? Doing good, buddy. Uh, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> Don't have the Rona. I just swallowed uh, my smooth- something in my smoothie wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> Junk of ice or something there. But nonetheless, I'm doing great, man. I'm awake. It's... Uh, Having a fun show that first hour, as I always say, goes by so quick, so fast. Now, I noticed yeah. you're wearing the Nuggets gear today. Are they still in the playoff picture? Yes, sir. Oh, great. So Denver is on fire, man, with their sports right now. Knock on some wood. So we made it. Uh, so we were down 3-1 in the series, like counted out like we're dead in the water. Uh, we were the 12th team in NBA history to come back and win a playoff series. Uh, so we came back beat the uh, jazz and now we're on to la well it's not really it's it's down in orlando right in the bubble <laughs> but uh, but we play the clippers next and uh they're today this is game one today uh tomorrow i'll be in avs gear because we're in game seven against the stars tomorrow so come back from a three one if we can if the abs do what the nuggets did man it's it's comeback city here so. very cool yeah a fun time to be a denver fan um Nonetheless, obviously, here in northern Nevada, we don't have any professional sports. You know, you could you could be a Golden Knights fan, which obviously they're doing pretty well in the uh, playoff picture right now. Um, and then we've got the Raiders who are coming to uh, Las Vegas here, uh, I assume, this season. We'll see what actually happens. But in any case, I digress. It is the uh, first segment of the second hour of the show. Boy, that's a weird thing to wrap your mind around. <laughs> And it's the interact portion of the show. This is where we want you guys, the listeners and the watchers, to call in at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Toll-free from anywhere in the world at the end of the segment on our specific top topic. Words are hard today, Tone. Uh, the topic <laughs> right? today actually got me thinking about it after we watched the Netflix movie Project Power. Now, have you seen it yet, Tone? Uh, I have not, so... Great movie, stars uh, 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 
uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx and... Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, thank you. That was the one I blanked on. You know, and basically it's a world where uh, there's a little pill that people can take and it uh, ignites a superpower within them or it doesn't. And so you always take that little bit of a gamble that if it doesn't, you explode. But if it does, this is your superpower. It's your one superpower. There is nothing else that's associated with it. And got me thinking, what would your one superpower be? Now, you got to think about the consequences of that. So, uh, for instance, I was telling Tony on one of the breaks that, you know, if you choose the power of flight, as cool as that would be, you would also have to have the power of invincibility or invulnerability because if you're flying at high altitudes or in the middle of winter, it's going to be cold while you're flying. Uh, Either that or you just have to bundle up. The other thing is if you choose the power of super strength, well, again, you need that invulnerability because you can still be hurt, you can still be shot, even though you are super strong. So you got to give it a lot of thought. Tony, what did you pick as your one superpower? Oh, man, there's... This is a tough, such a tough one because there's so many. I was telling you before the show, like I think about, I thought about, like do this. Um, <clears throat> you know, my thing would be, um, because <laughs> I, I, I was gonna go with the flight thing so I could go anywhere in the world and just fly. But you still could. Just, you just gotta understand the consequences of it. Yeah, you know. I, I think about this one often at work. Like if I had the power, I would just do it. And at almost, I'd almost have to just go with telekinesis where I could just kind of, uh, there's so many times where I wish in merch, I could just snap my fingers and it just be done. Or I could just move the stuff with my mind. Like, okay, well in this steel, I could flip that around and just do it. So I'll go with telekinesis. Um, there's so many, but uh, I think because I think about that a lot, I'm like, oh, if I could just <laughs> speed up time, like control things with my mind, you know, right. mind, you know, just, oh, I could just fast forward time or do this. And that'd yeah. be sweet. Time so. control would be cool. Let's transition over to uh, my pick. Woo! Sorry, just an excuse to use that Batman transition. Uh Mine actually would have been telekinesis as well. I think, uh, you know, there are a few consequences that come with it, um, and it would be just great to be able to move things with your mind. Uh, I think I'd probably become a fat, lazy slob if I had telekinesis because no more (laughs) getting up to go to the uh, fridge or finding the remote or anything along those lines if I could just control everything with my mind. I think the other one would be telepathy, which would be uh, being able to read minds of other people or project thoughts into their minds. And uh, again, you know, there would be some consequences. Obviously, uh, you know, people uh, will tell white lies to help save somebody from, you know, something that's hard to hear. And of course, if you're hearing everything unfiltered, you know, that, that that's something to consider, but uh, you right. know, at the same time, I'd love to be able to see through people's BS. And uh, while I've got a pretty good BS radar, um, you know, being able to know exactly what they're thinking, especially in a relationship, would make life yeah. a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, oh, that's what she's thinking. I'll just do that. <laughs> oh, I, I, you always do the right things. Yep, <laughs> yep, I do. <laughs> You always know what I want. Yes, I do. Well, folks, we want you to call in now. We are opening the phone lines to you at 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Give us a call with the one superpower you would choose if you had that choice. When we come back, it's all about you guys. Don't go anywhere. 
To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. We are back. I love it when our announcer is right on point with what we're talking about. We do want you to call in now to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, September 3rd. Our number here, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Toll free from anywhere in the world. We are talking about the one superpower that you would choose if you had a choice. So, Tony, I know Lacey chimed in. What would her superpower be? Her would be uh, teleportation. She'd like to be able to just blink and be anywhere she wants with being able to take people with her. No more airplane tickets. <laughs> I love that idea. You know, you, you do the night crawler thing. And again, you got to think about the consequences. So you got to know exactly where you're teleporting to and make sure that you're not going to teleport into a wall or a piece of glass or a car or something along those lines. Um, you know, it's funny. You, you take a lot of these things for granted, but, uh, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> as they say. This, this is true, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kelly Rush also chimed in. She said her superpower would be to always have exact change in her wallet for whatever she wants to buy at any given time. That would be fantastic. Uh, you know, just uh, a magic wallet that you could pull out as much money as you need for whatever you need to buy. And, uh, of course, it makes it easier if you don't have to make change, and it makes it easier on the uh, uneducated uh, cashier sometimes Whereas if, uh, you know, you give them, you know, $10 and five cents to make a, you know, to try and get a quarter back and they look at you with a blank stare, not quite sure what to do. Right. I'm sure you've been there, Tone. Oh, absolutely, man. Just. (laughs) (laughs) So we are talking one superpower. Again, give us a call right now. 844-790-TALK. 844-790-8255. While we are waiting for people to chime in, I pulled up a list of the more useless superpowers across the comic book world. For instance, Squirrel Girl. Her superpower, able to command legions of squirrels to do her bidding. And as we found out from the Florida Man story, uh, squirrels are mean. Just flat out mean. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're evil. I don't like squirrels. <laughs> yeah, but... No, I like them. Says, born with the powerful abilities of a squirrel, fluffy tail included, Squirrel Girl was teased mercilessly at her local high school. She fled and took refuge in the local woods, where she bonded with the squirrel population, quickly becoming their leader. Again, uh, not a superpower I would necessarily like. I know she's become become sort of a a cult favorite uh, with comic book fans, but uh, eh, eh, not for me. How about, yeah, Squirrel Girl's lame. How about this one from the X-Man Cypher? Has the ability of next-level translation and decryption. Not completely useless. I mean, obviously, you can uh, um, you know, translate to any language in the world, and you can obviously uh, uh, figure out computer programming pretty well. But at the same time, next to super strength or invisibility, kind of useless. Yeah. Lame. <laughs> Folks, we want to hear from you with your one superpower that you would pick at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. But let's move on with the more useless superpowers. How about Rainbow Girl? Tony, are you familiar with uh, DC's Rainbow Girl? 
No, I've heard of Rainbow Bright, but not Rainbow Girl. (laughs) Well, Rainbow Girl has the superpower to manipulate the emotional spectrum, resulting in violent mood swings. Yes, uh... That is her superpower. She has violent mood swings. Says you might find yourself with your head firmly placed in your palm (laughs) as you wonder what in the world DC was thinking when they created Dory and Drayson, also known as Rainbow Girl. This completely sexist character relied on her emotions rather than her physical abilities to handle situations. Terrible. (laughs) Terrible. What's not terrible is uh, my niece Bella. uh, She chimed in. She would control electronics with her mind, so I think uh, uh, she'd be a little telekinesis in that one, huh? I like that one. Good one, Bella. I like it, too. That's very Way better than Rainbow Girls. (laughs) It's going to rain today because I'm sad! (laughs) Right! Feel my wrath! Uh, Break my heart, will you? Along the lines of Rainbow Girl, there is Color Kid... (laughs) Who could have been Rainbow Girl's sidekick? Yes, Color Kid. Lame. Is this another DC one? It is. Uh, Color Kid superpower. Has some really crappy ones. Yep. Ooh. Can change the color of anything at will. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Color Kid was part of the Legion of Substitute Heroes. These guys banded together and formed a group after they were all rejected from the League of Superheroes for having super lame powers to prove that their powers, and by extension themselves, weren't horrible jokes. I would beg to differ. I would say that it is a horrible joke. Well, while I know that uh, the Green Lantern, early on, his uh, one weakness before... Um, well. Moving back even further, his first first kryptonite weakness was wood. Explain that one. But his second weakness was the color yellow. So I could see where this might come in if you are battling Green Lantern, but you're fighting anybody else and you are pretty much dead. You're done, yeah. The only thing Color Kids got good for him is uh, go opening a paint business, buddy. Uh, you can go color walls, houses. He can match. Great. He can match that wall color perfectly. Yeah, let's see a little of that. Ah, see now that would be only cool for about that. But fighting, nothing. Go be a painter, buddy. Go be a painter. Oh, that would be a fun like animated series of you know the lives of reject superheroes. <laughs> <Ka-chow! Ka-chow! laughs> oh, speaking of reject superheroes and, and feel free to chime in folks with the one superpower you would pick obviously it would not be any of these at 844-790-TALK 844-790-8255 oh, DC just continue on with their streak of, of terrible terrible superpowers how about this character named Arm Fall Off Boy Yes, that's his name. Arm fall off, boy. Superpower detachable arms. Mm. <clears throat> uh, that is lame. Another not lame one. We have a chime in on the Phoenix page. Uh, Kelly Rush says her superpower would always be exact change in her wallet for whatever she wants to buy at any given time. Tony, I, I wonder sometimes if uh, when I speak, if you just wander off because I covered that right I, at the beginning. Oh, did you cover that? <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I do wander, dude. I'm always like reading or I space. I do travel sometimes. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I just want to give her another shout out because no one's chiming in. I, I appreciate the recap, though. 
Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> oh. oh, here's another one again from uh, DC. You know they got a track record for uh, lame superheroes. How about Matter Eater Lad? His superpower: formidable stomach enzymes, able to digest any matter. Talk about scraping the bottom what? of the barrel. This guy is literally a super eater with possibly the most idiotic name on record. He can much crunch, slurp, and gulp his way through any situation. If you've got a large metal door blocking your way, it's snack time for Matter Eater Lad. Matter Eater Lad, he's a fat son of a biscuit. He'll eat whatever you want. Matter Eater Lad. Here's one that's a little disturbing. I, I don't know which comic book series it comes from, but it's a character named Dog Welder. His superpower, welding dog heads on the faces of his enemies. First of all, what use would you have for that? And secondly, <laughs> why? <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, I, I understand that, you know, there are some superpowers that, they're just common, you know, like we said, super strength, flight, telekinesis, telepathy, and visibility, invincibility. But, I mean, this is literally scraping the bottom of the barrel. There are some really bad ones. <laughs> Folks, we do still have a couple minutes left, so if you want to chime in on the one superpower that you would pick if you had a choice, give us a call, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Let's move on with some more terrible superpowers. Here's a character who's actually fairly well known. He's one half of the Wonder Twins, Zan, who has the ability to transform himself into water-based forms. Yes, he can turn himself into a puddle, or an ice cube, or rain, or mist. Again, why? Why? What's the point? A good point. No, no. <laughs> what would these you... are really these are really awful superpowers, man. They are terrible. They are really, really bad. So I would assume that if you guys are chiming in, you wouldn't pick one of these. Uh, let's move on with our uh, number two worst superpower: the red bee. Can a train can train attack bees to fight crime? Actually, you know, that might not be the worst one in the world. I would take that over the ability to control squirrels, and especially with uh, the murder hornets that have uh, recently come out. Those things are pretty scary. I've not seen one, but they do look frightening. That they do. And then finally, as we close things out, probably the lamest superpower of all, from a character named Doorman, and if you had to guess his superpower is the ability to transform himself into a door seriously boom knock knock <laughs> doorman that's his catchphrase oh i'm going to knock you out with the doorknob boy Boy, some terrible, terrible oh ones. But, uh, folks, oh my God. that does it for our call-in topic for today. When we come back, we're going to help Tony out with uh, some terribly good pickup lines. Please. Don't go anywhere because they in. are terribly good. We'll be back in a few.
shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. We are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, September 3rd. Now, we talk about it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to chime in on anything. So if you're catching us in rebroadcast, and say maybe you want to chime in on our last topic of uh, superpowers that uh, you would like to have, you know, that one superpower, give us a call. Phoenix Line is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We will compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment, I wanted to talk about terribly good pickup lines that I've come across. Um, They are terrible because they are terrible lines, but they're good because they make me laugh. Tony is our resident bachelor. You've spent some time on the dating sites and on Tinder. And uh, Tinder in particular, it's all about how you come out of the gate. When you connect up with somebody, what do you say to get them to engage? Tony, have you found any success with uh, any method in particular? No. You just got... It's frustrating because you can't, I don't know what, I don't know what the girls want on that end. You can just say, hi, how are you? You, Because typically what they tell you to do, you know, the experts, they find like a picture or something that's in their profile, right? Mm -hmm. Something that they have in common with you, something they like, something they're passionate about. You drop a hello, make a comment about either one of their pictures, what they have a nice smile, they like gardening, Something that can just strike conversations. You basically have to spark a match to it literally like to get a conversation. Um, if you just say hi, obviously nothing. And typically, if you get cheesy lines, you're not going to get a response unless it's probably something uh, really catchy. You know? Right. Something very witty. Now, one thing I did want to preface is that if you do have kids that are listening, there is... Um, uh, some clinical terms we're going to talk about. There is some uh, heavy innuendo, so uh, just earmuffs if you need to. But uh, let's go they ahead. They might have questions. Exactly. You're going to have to come up with answers. Let's go through these tone and see, uh, you know, maybe if there's one that you could use uh, next time you're on Tinder. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, good timing. All right. So the first one, person sends a picture of a beautifully stained wood deck in their backyard. And it says, oh, sorry for the unsolicited deck pick. That was for someone else. The girl responds back, that is a sexy deck. 10 out of 10 would sit on it. And of course, he has the perfect response that says, trim the bushes so it looks bigger. One you'd use, Tone? Wow. Well played, well played. <laughs> hey, it works. It just means that the uh, the girl, a she's got a good sense of humor. Yes. So I mean, right there, that is worth a shot, man. If you can get a girl to bite at that, you know the girl's as witty as you are, and that's a good thing. Not like someone that's just like, oh my, why you send that picture of the oh boy? Well, let's move on to this one. One you probably won't use. The uh, guy reaches out, says, damn, boo, what that ass do. 
She responds back. <laughs> so continue. Her response, spot on, mostly farts. Oh, touche. Actually, I should like just pick a, a random one I have matched with and say that. <laughs> Damn, boo, what that ass do? <laughs> well, Tona, if you want to use these or any of our listeners want to use them, uh, I will be posting them on our Christian Phoenix Facebook page. Just to be a smart ass. I'm just going to start being a jerk. <laughs> just start posting <laughs> dumb crap and see what happens. Hello! No. <laughs> Damn, boo, what did, what did you guys do? <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. You can try this one. Uh, guy reaches out, says, Twinkle, twinkle, little star, let's have sex inside my car. She responds back, Up above the world so high, I think I'd rather effing die. Fantastic response. That was a fantastic response. And guess what? She, she is not responding again. No. That was a mic drop game over, dude. <laughs> you don't say, you just don't say crap like that. I mean, like, like guess you're really swinging for the fences to find right. a class A chick like that, man. Well, we've talked about it before. Some guys <sighs> get away with, I mean, just this overt, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, Tony's a nice guy, so, you know, he won't be pulling that one out. No, no. I've been watching a lot of Lucifer, man. I kind of want to get a British accent and just like be charming. Do that's what I want to do. Just be charming. <laughs> yeah, just grow the facial hair like him and just do it. You know, not too far out. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Oh yeah. All right. So, uh, guy reaches out and says, uh, "I've been friend zoned so many times. Would you be open to, <laughs> to RP?" The f- the girl responds back, "Role play." He replies, yes. She says, okay, I'll be a level nine druid half-elf. I cast a fireball. How do you respond? (laughs) He responds back, oh, I meant erotic role play. Sorry. And her response, classic, I cast a sexy fireball. (laughs) (laughs) That's taking role play to the next level. That is. I like like that because you could tell, but you got to, I don't know. You got to be careful. So sad. I'm not gonna be mean. Just gotta be careful. But, but, but witty on the girls' part, man. The girls here in these uh, scenarios sound very witty. They Good do. Good replies. I like it. Yeah. Speaking of being careful, when you send anything to anybody, just remember that most of these girls share it with their friends. For instance, this guy reaches out, says, "You look like the naughty girl I need." She responds back, "You look like the kind of dude whose messages I read to all my girls and we laugh at." It's true. They do. It is true. Uh, being in being at home this last year, there was a friend that sent a, a picture of his deck. You know, <laughs> like the wood deck. It looked really small and uh, wasn't <laughs> quite up to the level of the neighbor's yard. And and you know, uh, our friend showed you know her mom the, the glorious picture of this deck. You know, and it just how a little bit disappointing that that deck was. It wasn't quite up to the neighbors. <laughs> Yes, you got to be careful when sharing those types of pictures out there. Home and and gardening, kids. Home and gardening. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Uh, and then have your uh, best friend drive you over there to uh, pick your glasses (laughs) up because you left it over (laughs) at at that uh, house. And you've unfortunately seen it. 
All right, yeah, mo yeah. moving on. You know, uh, emojis. <laughs> Emojis can be used in so many ways. Well, uh, this guy reaches out with the finger-pointing emoji, the OK emoji, and then a question mark. Obviously, you know what that means. Where's the eggplant? The woman's response is a knife eggplant question mark. I would assume that he did not reach back out to her. The eggplant made it. It's a veggie. It's a veggie, kids. It's eggplants. <laughs> All right. Let's move on with our terribly good pickup lines. Oh, yeah. Again, uh, you know, when you're reaching out to somebody, watch the, uh, I would say, uh, overt racism. In this case, the guy reaches out and says, you look like a Chinese. Are you an overseas Chinese? She responds Jeez, back, wait. no, I was born here. His response, you look Asian. You are very beautiful. Are you a hybrid? And her perfect response to that, thanks, I'm a 2020 Toyota Prius. Apparently, she is a hybrid. <laughs> oh, I go ask that crap. Are you a hybrid? <laughs> this is one of my dating sites. That's <laughs> the reason these dating sites exist. Some people Jeez. just don't have that social skill. No. Let's move on. With one that actually worked. Guy reaches out, says, uh, Country Roads. Waiting for a response, she replies back, take me home. And his response back, I mean, if you insist. And then her response back, that's not, oh my God, wait, that's the best pickup line I have ever heard. I think there was a match made that day. Ooh, that's good. <clears throat> Lacey uh, had sent one to share pickup lines. That, that was a good one. I might have to try that one <laughs> see if it works. What's Lacey's? <clears throat> Lacey said, are you from Tennessee? Because you are the only 10 I see. Oh. <laughs> good stuff. I'm not really good with the pickup lines. I'm I'm freaking Ted Mosby, dude. They're like, my life, I am Mosby. Well, and there's just, some here you can use, Stone. Just saying. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Here's one. A uh, guy reaches out. FBI called demanding my penis. Help me hide it. Her response back says, uh, only NASA has the technology to find something that small, so I think you're in the clear. Ouch. That one yeah. backfired. <laughs> yep. Man, yours just doesn't compare to the neighbor's yard, man. Sorry. <laughs> Here's one that backfired. Says, I'm jealous of your heart because it's pumping inside of you, and I'm not. Her response, that's the most horrifying thing anyone has ever said to me. I mean, that's right next to, I want to wear your face like a mask. Face off. I didn't, no, no good response there. Sorry. No good response. <laughs> that was my response. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, closing this out, guy reaches out. You're like a trophy fish. I don't know whether to mount you or eat you. She responds back. I just want to know, did you actually think that would work? His response, it only works on people with senses of humor. Find one. Her response, Ooh. oh no, ash, <laughs> oh no, f, boy, this one's, oh no, fish effort is mad. Again, folks, think through what you're going to say when you're reaching yeah. out to people, you know, uh, 
First the, impressions are, dude, you got to make a good first impression. Exactly. And if that's that, I mean, because like if you never get a chance to meet in person, that's the whole key. You're you're not going to get to know anybody until you actually meet them in person. It's all about the personality. But that initial conversation, what a pain in the ass, dude. It is not easy. It might be easy for some, but especially not for fish lover there. No. Fish no. lover, you know. <laughs> No, no, barn door next door had a better chance than fish lovers. So there you go. Well, folks, <laughs> that does it for our topic of terribly good pickup lines. Maybe you can use them. All right. When we come back, uh, it is the final segment of the show, and we're going to take you through this day in history. Don't go anywhere. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. Well, we did it, folks. We made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, September 3rd. Not without its uh, few little casualties. You know, words are hard, but, you know, it is a day back after we ran a best of, and so it's a little bit like getting back on the bike but uh, we have made it to the end if you guys have missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows it's easy enough to do so head on over to americamatters.us click on the shows and podcast link scroll on down to the christian phoenix radio show from there you can get video you can get audio as well or head over to wherever you get podcasts apple google stitcher spotify anchor breaker tune in iheart doozer dozer geezer gozer are you a god well if you're a demon i think you're okay but uh yeah i flipped the eyelid in for uh those who are watching i don't uh, know how many are actually watching there you go i gotta wait 10 i gotta wait 10 to 15 seconds for the uh, delay so (laughs) yeah there you go gross you all out on a thursday morning the third day there you go in any case uh, while you're there be sure to subscribe so that way you always have the latest episode leave a review let us know what you think and tell your friends because why tone sharing is caring Woo! it is caring and we care about you guys which is why we try to inform you drop a little knowledge on you each day hopefully make you laugh at the same time it is this day in history Crossing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head it's this day in history with your correspondent on the christian phoenix thanks siri <laughs> always appreciated all right i right. always appreciate that too let's kick things off with this day in 1189 richard the lionheart is crowned in westminster 30 Jews are massacred. Colorado? At- no, no. In oh, what's I missed? Got you. <laughs> 30 Jews are massacred after the coronation, and Richard ordered the perpetrators to be executed. So uh, he was looking out for his people. He seemed like a good guy. Sound like a friend. Like, he's someone I, I definitely like to hang out with. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> what do- uh- didn't, no. didn't Patrick Stewart play uh, Richard the Lionheart in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights? I think he did. At the very end? I think so. I'm not mistaken. Eh, oh, well. All right, let's move on to this day in 1651, the Battle of Worcester. Oliver Cromwell's new model army destroys English royalist force of mainly Scots in the last battle of the English Civil War. 
I would have just liked all the uh, crap talking in the in a British accent and a Scottish accent, just back and forth. <laughs> that would have just been worth, dude. I would have been just cool to see just that. What's they it? both have badass accents. I'm sorry, I like both Scottish and British accents. They're cool. They do. What's uh, interesting is, um, you know, in Britain they don't give the middle finger; they give the the two fingers up, which uh, I, I think goes back to the English civil war where uh they would capture the uh the bowmen of the scottish army chop off their two bow fingers and then they would tease them by holding their two fingers up and uh that's where that came from in case you didn't know no i didn't know that that's cool now when somebody's like do you have clorox wipes (laughs) no Let's move on this day. And <laughs> I would, still wouldn't do that. Just, just if any, any just uppers are watching. Yeah, yeah, just to be clear, you know. Job number one, baby. This day in 1752, speaking of uh, the UK, Britain and the British Empire, including the American colonies, adopt the Gregorian calendar, losing 11 days. People riot thinking the government stole 11 days of their lives. That sounds like something that would happen today. It does. Doesn't sound too far-fetched. Here's one that uh, I picked mostly for the name that you'll enjoy, Tone. This day in 1777, the flag of the United States is flown in battle for the first time at Cooch's Bridge in Delaware, a skirmish during the American Revolutionary War. Delaware. Are you visiting uh, Cooch's Bridge much these days, Tony? I haven't visited Cooch's Bridge since uh, 2019, (laughs) buddy. <laughs> been, it's been a while since I've traveled that path, homie. Hey, and I waved the American flag proudly, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. So I need to go back and visit Cooch's Bridge sometime. Yeah, I I, I heard they need a deck built. So <laughs> oh, it's a good thing uh, we provided you with some good pickup lines in the last segment. Yeah, absolutely. You're the only ten I see, Cooch's. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, this day in 1791, the French Revolution. The new French Constitution, declaring France a constitutional monarchy, is passed by the National Assembly. I'm just waiting for that accent tone. I'm sorry, you lost me at assembly. I went back to junior. I went back to elementary and <laughs> assembly. It's a French assembly. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we're going back. Woohoo! It's a dare. Wee oui, wee oui, woo woo. <laughs> drugs there. Moving on, this day in 1833. I'll work on that. That was brutal. That was pretty bad. This day in 1833, the New York Sun begins publishing and is the first daily newspaper in the U.S. Uh, I'm partial to J. Jonah Jameson's uh, Daily Bugle. I am too. Or the Daily Planet. That's good. The Daily Planet's also good. Uh, I heard Lois Lane and Clark uh, Clark Kent work there. Yeah. Yep. Some good journalists there. Some good journalists there. Yep. Moving on, this day in 1838, Frederick Douglass, abolitionist, escapes from slavery disguised as a sailor. I'm surprised they haven't made a movie about him yet. Uh, yeah. He's, so so let me get this straight. So he dressed as a sailor to escape the slavery. That's it? Yeah, he just dressed up. Nope, I ain't a part of this. I'm sailing. <laughs> I'm Freddie Doug. Oh, you thought my name was Frederick. No, no, my name's Freddie. Freddie Doug, Dougie Fresh, Freddie, Dougie Fresh. Freddie Doug. Freddie Doug. No, that, I'm surprised they haven't either. <laughs> Moving on, this day in 1908, Canadian world heavyweight boxing champion Tommy Burns knocks out Australian Bill Lang in six rounds in Melbourne in a warm-up fight for his famous title bout with Jack Johnson. <laughs> 
that was I, I don't have a good Canadian accent or, or my French is off today. And and my Aussie's not very good either, so Yeah. I'm not sure what you're talking about. What's a bit oh oh all right, you're not my friend, guy. <laughs> not put, my guy, buddy. <laughs> put your dukes up, see, man. Yeah, you're not my buddy, friend. <laughs> a little South Park reference there. Yeah. Moving on, this day in 1916, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson signs the Adamson Act, providing an eight-hour day on interstate railroads, preventing a national railroad strike. Which is good, and obviously, you know, you don't want uh, like truckers these days. People working longer than they have to, uh, they get tired, and, and bad things happen. Bad things do happen. Um, I feel bad. I deal with truck drivers on a daily basis. Very nice guys and gals, and uh, some are a little on the cuckoo side, but uh, when you're in the car or the truck's that long, I can see how you can go a little a little batty. But, uh, yeah, good oh. job, Woodrow. What a, what a name, too, Woodrow. Yeah, yeah. And that- oh, I, I you know, I think in this day in history, you had mentioned Gordy uh, Howe, like mm-hmm. the Canadian hockey player the other day. Well, in that same Simpsons episode with Bart and Mrs. Krabappel, um, they used Gordy Howe's picture and then <laughs> named him Woodrow after Woodrow <laughs> Wilson. So, because like Krabappel would look at it and go, "Oh, Woodrow." That's a name they need to bring back for kids these days. Yeah, Woodrow. What's your name, Woodrow? So I can call you Woodo- Woody. Woody. Woodrow. Mo- moving on, this day in 1935, the first automobile to exceed 300 miles per hour. Malcolm Campbell powers the Bluebird to 301.129 miles per hour at the Bonneville Salt Flats. Have you ever been in a car going over 100 miles an hour tone? That's scary enough. Oh, yeah. And ironically, driving past the Bonneville Flats, like that long stretch between Salt Lake City and Windover, man. No one around? You go, driving around in my automobile. Right. <laughs> you there were talking me. hockey a little bit earlier. Uh, this day in 1966, future Hockey Hall of Famer Bobby Orr signs his first NHL contract with the Boston Bruins. Two-year deal paying a then-record $70,000 plus signing bonus. Yep, you need to you need to fire that agent, buddy. You could have got a whole hell of a lot more <laughs> in this day and age. But, yeah, good for him back then. Go abs. Here's something that would have been supremely confusing. This day in 1967, Sweden begins driving on the right-hand side of the road. They had been driving on the left-hand side. Could you imagine if you didn't get that memo? <laughs> and then finally, this day in 1971, John Lennon leaves the UK for New York City never to return. Of course, he died about 10 years later. All right, before we close out the show today, just a few holidays to run through. We have National Skyscraper Day, National mm-hmm. U.S. Bowling League Day, and Ooh, National I like bowling. Welsh Rarebit Day. I have no idea what a rarebit is, but uh, happy National Welsh Rarebit Day. Just uh, I don't know what that is, but now I, I want to I wanna go bowling, man. I, I miss being on a bowling team. I ain't going to lie. I'd say go it's for fun. it. Folks, that does it for today's show. We will be back with an all-new episode tomorrow, being Friday. And it's always a good news, everyone, Friday. We will see you then. Enjoy your Thursday.